It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's NFL Draft Week, and that means character concerns will be all the rage as we get closer to Thursday night. But sleepers and late-round gems are also the focus of the week ahead. And I drop a live Washington Commanders mock for you to dissect and destroy right now on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms. And we thank you for making us your first listen or your first view every single day. I'm David Harrison, covering the Commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, and my co-host Chris Russell, the Rooster, one half of the Russell and Matterhurst show on the Team 980. Find Chris and Pete there Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time or anytime along with this show on the Odyssey app. When we're not there or here, we're on Twitter at dharrison82, at WrestleMania621, and at LO Commanders. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you again for making the Locked On Commanders your first listener of you every single day. Some concerns about Ole Miss quarterback Matt Corral are coming up that should or could take him off of Washington's draft board heading into the weekend. That coming from SI.com's Albert Breer, who did some digging recently about the 2022 quarterback class in the NFL draft and shared some of his findings. First off, his own ceiling for Corral is a raw Zach Wilson. Now, understand a raw Zach Wilson. So not coached, mentored, polished Zach Wilson, raw Zach Wilson. That is Corral's ceiling. So I know some people out there are very, very high on Matt Corral. Uh, I'm not one of them. And apparently Albert Breer also Maybe not one of them, um, but he did some some poking around and asked uh, some some people some questions about all these quarterbacks, specifically about Corral. One quarterback coach that Breer quoted uh, in his article said, quote, as a player, just where the, where the ball goes, I'm a big fan. He was 212 pounds at the combine. I doubt he plays that weight, but he's got a super quick release. It's like Jimmy G's. It can almost be too fast at times. He's got a strong arm. His arm might be a tad overhyped just because he makes more tight window throws. So he has to display it more. And he's very tough. They used him as a runner, and his interview was solid, end quote. So good news there for Matt Corral, at least one quarterback coach out there. Kind of like some of the things he sees. But then there was another take from one of the offensive coordinators interviewed uh, who said, quote, he's kind of a mess. His offense was a true college offense. He pushes the ball. He plays reckless with his body. He won't hold up playing the way he did in college. And there are character concerns. I'm not sure you want him leading your program. His sorts of issues aren't the kind solved by giving a kid millions of dollars, end quote. Now, again, according to uh, the Albert Brewer article, that offensive coordinator didn't necessarily specifically get into what he was discussing, but there are some things uh, that we now know. Uh, at one point in time, Corral got into a fight in high school with one of Wayne Gretzky's kids. Apparently, that fight led to Corral transferring schools. Uh, and then in his first year, two years in the Ole Miss program, there in college football, he was, there were some maturity issues with Corral as well. Now, 
There are also a lot of people that Breer mentions who said that Corral seems to have turned a corner, maybe kind of grown up a little bit, learned from from some of his uh, previous mistakes. The problem with character concerns in, in this situation are going to be the problem you always have with character concerns. Is it real or is it because he wants that payday? Did, did Matt Corral maybe get to the point after his first couple of seasons with Ole Miss where he kind of realized, look, you're about to squander this really valuable opportunity. So it's not so much that he thinks he was doing anything wrong or, or thought there was anything flawed with his character or the way he was behaving. It was more so, let me put on the show, let me put on the face for a couple of years, let me get to the NFL, make that big money, and then I can go ahead and be who I want to be because that's who, who, who what, what the situation is. That's going to be a problem for any NFL team uh, if that happens. So as an NFL evaluator, you've got to make the decision now. Do you believe that this new, more mature, more enlightened Matt Corral is the real Matt Corral? Or do you think it's a possibility like Breer uh, mentioned there from the from the office coordinator they interviewed that once this guy gets millions of dollars, that true nature is going to come out? I'll tell you. More often than not, money makes people become a more more accurate version of who they are, not a lesser version uh, of who they are. Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, there's another quarterback that a lot of people love from a character standpoint, but maybe not so much from a physical standpoint. And that is Cincinnati quarterback Desmond Ritter. One quarterback coach uh, quoted by Breer saying, quote, I love Ritter. He's a competitor, a leader, really smart. He's been exposed to drop back concepts that translate. He can process. He's tough. He just has the accuracy issue. It shows up on tape. Uh, he misses throws you can't miss. I'm really, it's really my only knock on him. The mental makeup, the arm, athleticism is there. But the biggest thing, and it's the easy one with him, is the inaccuracy. And it's not just missing throws, it's ball placement, putting the ball in the receiver's back pad, things like that. End quote. We saw in 2021 what accuracy issues from a quarterback can do, even when it's just here and there, not necessarily every single throw. Desmond Ritter, that has been the knock on him all throughout his collegiate career, and then especially coming through uh, this NFL draft evaluation process. Not his mentality. It's not his character. Uh, again, there was a quarterback coach that, that Breer quoted who said, quote, there's definitely something to the kid. He had 50 starts. You talk to people in the program. They love him. Three-time captain. They swear by him, and he elevated that program. What you hear from them is you got to get to know him. But I don't know about the accuracy thing. For example, his pro day, it's Jordan Palmer designing it, fully scripted, and he had about seven balls that weren't close, let alone others that were great catches. He's not a great natural thrower, but he's got a quick, tight delivery. So if he's in rhythm and on time, it can look good. End quote. Now, the thing with Desmond Ritter, again, you go back to him being a team captain, uh, quarterbacking a team like the Cincinnati Bearcats to relevancy. So, you know, there's there's going to be someone who falls in love with him and there's going to be a coach out there that thinks that they can get the best out of him, maybe change the arm slot, maybe change the drop back a little bit, the shoulder position, whatever it is, release point uh, that that has his problem. There's going to be a coach out there that tells their head coach, their GM, I can fix this kid. Let me have him bring him in as a first round draft pick. You guys already know I'm not on board with the, with the Washington Commanders taking a quarterback in the first round. As a day two pick, look, if the, if the Washington Commanders, for whatever reason, Kyle Hamilton's not there, Garrett Wilson's not there, Sauce Gardner's not there, trade back from 11, move back into 16, 17, you know, type of range. Maybe net yourself another third round pick. If you're lucky, maybe get yourself a second round pick. And then if Ritter is there with, with, with after you have some of these bonus picks, then maybe you pull a trigger on a guy like Desmond Ritter. But if you're, if you're looking at a guy like Matt Corral, to me, I don't know that you can risk – you know, injury concerns are one thing. Character concerns are a little bit different. Injury risks and heal. Character concerns, again, you tend to have the character you have. And uh, when you add millions of dollars to a young man's character, it doesn't typically improve it. If anything, it kind of exposes the flaws in it even more. So for me, 
Uh, that's kind of what I took from this Albert Breer. Again, he's got stuff on all the quarterbacks, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, uh, Sam Howell, so on and so forth. Uh, so make sure you check that out again over at SI.com. Albert Breer's uh, look at all of the quarterbacks available. Not all the quarterbacks, but the top quarterbacks available in this year's NFL draft. Now, last year's NFL draft, one of the top linebackers, top defenders was Micah Parsons. The commanders missed out on Micah Parsons last year. But could they get a Parsons-like player in James Houston, the fourth on day three? We'll talk about that here next. Thanks to our next partner who has a product that I literally use every single day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted a vitamin supplement that packs a punch and actually tastes great. AG1 by Athletic Greens contains 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens. And when I mix it with 12 ounces of water and pineapple juice, it's a great way to get my day started. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, and it costs you less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of wa- one scoop in a cup of water or if you're like me, juice every single day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen or your first view every single day for the first time ever. Locked On is hosting live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft from our studios in Dallas with pick-by-pick analysis from our local team experts and draft gurus. Tune in all three days as our draft team guides you through every pick and every trade in real time. It all starts on Thursday, April 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern, available on Locked On NFL on YouTube and on the Odyssey app. Before we get to our final Mock Draft Monday of 2022, I'm going to talk about a day three prospect that one NFL Hall of Famer compares to 2021 Defensive Rookie of the Year, Micah Parsons. And we're talking about James Houston, the fourth from Jackson State University. Houston started with the Florida Gators program, but was part of that credit card scandal uh, that you may or may not recall from 2017, costing him that whole first season. Came back in 2018, 19, and 20, and then spent 2021 with Jackson State and head coach Deion Sanders, who compared his hybrid defender to Parsons. In a column at si.com slash NFL slash commanders, Bree Amaranthus wrote about Sanders' comments and Houston's own performance in the draft evaluation process, writing, quotes, at 6'1 and 225 pounds, Houston is a big, rangy player that uses his length to his advantage. During his pro day, the hybrid outside linebacker defensive end posted a time of 4.6 seconds in the 40-yard dash, performed 22 bench press repetitions, and flashed a 39-inch vertical leap, end quote, in his NFL.com draft profile on Houston. NFL.com's Lance Zerline wrote, 
quote, his Florida tape gives insight into his potential as an aggressive downhill linebacker with modest instincts and results from the middle. He's shorter and smaller than teams like along the edge, but plays with an with an instinctive rush approach that effectively utilizes his explosive athleticism and bend to overwhelm FCS tackles. Despite a lack of ideal size, his value on special teams and upside as a rusher could create a late round opportunity in the league. End quote. Clearly, there is potential in this young man. And that's what you're looking for in day three. You obviously had those character concerns from before. We just got t- done talking about a guy and Matt Corral has some character concerns that maybe is going to take him off the board. The difference between Houston and Corral, Corral's a quarterback. Houston is a linebacker slash defensive end potentially. And you're talking about spending a first round pick, maybe a day two pick, early day two pick on Corral versus a day three pick on a guy like Houston. A little bit easier to swallow that risk when you're talking about sixth or seventh round. Uh, so despite getting in trouble, he seems to have kept himself clean since 2017, so it's a good sign uh, for his maturity as well. The Commanders have five picks on day three of the 2022 NFL draft, so you could see Houston taken as early as pick number 189 if Washington decides to take a chance on the former Florida Gator and, you know, barring or pending any other trades and all that. So that's another that's a name to kind of keep an eye out for. Good reporting there from Bree uh, over at SI.com on a variety of sites, but again, uh, si.com slash NFL slash commanders. You can find that article there. Speaking of mock drafts, final mock draft Monday of the year. The NFL draft is almost upon us, guys. We're almost there. Uh, thank you for sticking through it. But look, we've got one more mock draft. We've got multiple mock drafts. So we're going to talk. Let's be honest here. But the ultimate mock draft, the Odyssey ultimate NFL mock draft 2022 has been going on. If you haven't caught it, please go check it out. Just Google it. Or go to the Odyssey app and search ultimate NFL mock draft 2022. You'll be able to find it. And uh, for those who don't know already, Chris Russell and I, we picked for the Washington Commanders number 11. Utah linebacker Devin Lloyd was already gone to the Seattle Seahawks number 9. Drake London was gone to the New York Jets at number 10. It came down to Hamilton, Kyle Hamilton, Notre Dame safety, LSU cornerback Derek Stingley Jr., and Ohio State wide receiver Garrett Wilson. And if you've been listening to the show throughout the draft uh, build-up process, you already know we've been saying if Kyle Hamilton is there, he has to be Take it. Now, most selections get at least a small dose mixed review. Some people like Hamilton. I've seen people uh, in the YouTube comments here say that Hamilton is a surefire bust. But I'll tell you right now, in our panel of experts, this pick drew a lot of praise, including uh, from one Hall of Fame wide receiver, Michael Irvin, who said, quote, this is a great pick for the Washington Commanders because Kyle Hamilton has top five talent. He just doesn't play a top five position. The bread and butter of this Washington football team comes on the defensive side. When you put Chase Young with this dude right here, that makes Washington a great defense, and that's where they're going to win this year. And quote, so Michael Irvin, a big fan of this pick. Candace Cooper of the Locked on ACC podcast further explained why Washington would be wise to ignore workout data on draft night, saying, draft night, saying, quote, I want you to first not get too caught up on drills. Kyle Hamilton's a unicorn. He's absolutely going to make an immediate impact. I understand safeties are not the picks that normally get the top spots, but don't miss out on what could be or what should be one of the best players defensively, end quote. So Michael Irvin, Candace Cooper, both praising uh, the pick there. Kyle Hamilton, number 11 by Chris Russell and I for the ultimate NFL mock draft 2022. Again, uh, if you haven't already checked that out on the Odyssey app. And uh, if you, if that wasn't enough for you to dive into, I'm going to drop. I'm going to do a, a mock draft here live in this recording as I get ready for this episode. And I'm going to drop it in front of you. So you're going to get my thoughts and processes for why I pick who I pick and tell me where I missed. And maybe if you're nice enough, tell me where I hit. Uh, In the meantime, maybe check out Built Puffs because if you haven't tried 
uh, Built Puffs, yet you're missing out on one of the best Built Bar tasting products. Puffs are your first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate with some incredible flavors like cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, all of them. So good. Low-calorie, high-protein. Replace your candy bar with them. They're even better because a typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories, while most Built Bars have just 130. Right now, Mint Puffs are back at Built.com for a limited time. They're delicious as well. And new flavors come out all the time. If you think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It'll be delicious, and it will be good for you. At Built Bar, they're all about taste. They make it taste delicious first, delicious first. then they figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every single time. So go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Back now for our final segment here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. David Harrison going solo on Twitter at DHarrison82. My co-host can be found at WrestleMania621, the show at LO Commanders. One more mock draw, not one more mock draft, but one more mock draft to round up our final mock draft Monday of the season. We will definitely react to some more mock drafts as we build up to Thursday night in the first round of the NFL draft. This mock draft is going to come via me, and I'm going to do it right in front of you right now. All right, and for this mock draft, guys, we're going to use PFF's mock draft simulator. So uh, I've got the Washington Commanders, obviously, picking for them. So let's go through the top 10. I've kind of already started this, but I haven't made any picks yet. So number one, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars get Aiden Hutchinson out of uh, Michigan there. Number two, Kayvon Thibodeau goes to the Detroit Lions. Ike McQuanu goes to the Houston Texans. Ahmad Sauce Gardner goes to the Jets at number four, Trevon Walker. Number five to the New York Giants, Evan Neal goes number six to the Panthers. Derek Stingley Jr., so the first potential uh, candidate to be picked by the Washington Commanders, goes to the New York Giants at number seven, followed by Charles Cross, uh, the tackle going to the Atlanta Falcons at number eight. Kyle Hamilton, the safety going to the Seattle Seahawks at number nine. Devin Lloyd, number 10 to the New York Jets. So there's three candidates there, Devin Lloyd, Kyle Hamilton, Derek Stingley Jr., all filled positions in need. All all players that we could potentially consider uh, leaving us a guy like Jamison Williams, who, again, you know, if, if you look at uh, the, the, the risk of, of injury and all these things, do you believe it? Do you think that he'll be fine? Those are kind of things. ACL injuries are not what they used to be. So a lot of people kind of uh, trying to say that that's really not that big of a deal. Again, we've kind of gone on the record here on this show and we've talked about this. The Washington Commanders need to make sure they get a guy that's going to contribute this year. They don't need to get a guy uh, like Jamison Williams and the potentially go through what they went through with Curtis Samuel. Now, at the same time, is what happened to Curtis Samuel really fair to then kind of put that, you know, that overlay there on Jamison Williams? You could definitely make the argument that it's not. And I know some of you already are sitting there saying you better take Jamison Williams. Let's look at the board here. You got Williams. George Karloftis is another guy on the board that's ranked pretty high by PFF. Trent McDuffie, the cornerback, Drake London. And then you have Garrett Wilson, uh, and you go down the list. You've got some other available players. Uh, there are five trade opportunities we have here for PFF. 
But with the players we have on the board, I think we feel comfortable taking one. For this mock draft, I'm going to stick. I'm going to say chalk. I'm going to stay with what we've been talking about all offseason. And that, of course, would be taking Ohio State wide receiver Garrett Wilson. So we're going to pull the trigger here on the six-foot junior out of Ohio State. And we're going to have another Ohio State wide receiver to join Terry McLaurin, help out Carson Wentz there. So we've got our wide receiver there in the first round. We rolled back. Now we're up at, again at pick number 47. And I can tell you guys already, safety Jaquan Brisker is the guy that's going to stand out on this board uh, for me. You see PFF there, describe him as an incredible all-around safety or incredibly sound safety. who will be coveted uh, by a team for specific box roles now. He can still cover. He can play in the box. Uh, very similar to a guy like Cam Curl with a whole lot of upside. You've also got some other options. Desmond Ritter, we just got done talking about him. Although we did not trade back, we did not net any more picks. So we're probably going to stick here. Drake Jackson is another option. Quay Walker, linebacker out of Georgia. Brian Asimov, a linebacker out of Oklahoma. All really good options, but I think we're going to go safety here. So we, we were eyeballing safety with Kyle Hamilton. We didn't get him there. We're going to go Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State here at pick number 47. Moving now, we do not have a third-round draft pick because we haven't made any trades. And as we know, with the Carson Wentz trade, uh, Indianapolis holds our third-round pick. So now we come back uh, in the fourth round here on day three to get things started. Pick number 113. Um, we've got some needs here. We've got, we've got quarterback listed as a need, guard, center, linebacker. We've already gone wide receiver and DB. So let's see who we have here on the list. We've got tackle Kellen Dice out of Arizona State, who is gaining uh, some really good momentum here in the late going. Uh, let's go through Marquise Hayes out of Oklahoma. He's a, he's an intriguing option there. One of the best pass protectors. That's going to be important when you're talking about Carson Wentz along the interior line. Uh, only allowed 35 pressures as a college starter. So Marquise, a definite uh, strong candidate. And when you look through here, we've already got safeties. Center Joshua Williams, probably a little too high on him. Brandon Smith out of Penn State. We go with another Penn Stater, back-to-back Nittany Lions. I don't think so. I think we go Marquise Hayes here. So we're going to pull the trigger on our guard. Uh, ranked 103rd overall, we pick him at the 113th pick. We've got three picks remaining, 189, 230, 239, sixth rounder, and two seventh rounders. So, so as we get to the sixth round here, guys, we still need potentially an interior offensive lineman. We still need a linebacker, uh, some positions we go running back. Potentially Brian Robinson Jr. Uh, is, is here. He's available here in the sixth round. A six-foot-two guy, a short yardage guy. The, the Washington uh, commanders are missing that. In, in 2021, we talked about that extensively on the show during the season here. Defensive lineman Curtis Brooks is also there. Jason Poe. You know what? I think I, I essentially kind of talked myself into it. I mean, you look at Zaquandre Wright, he's also or White, he's also available. You know, he's six foot, 206 pounds, and, and you compare him uh, to a guy like Brian Robinson Jr., 6'2, 225 pounds, just a little bit more physically imposing. I think I think we're gonna go with Brian Robinson Jr., the running back out of Alabama there. So we've gone wide receiver, we've gone guard, we've gone running back, and we've gone uh, defensive back. Let's let's see if we can help the defense here a little bit with these last two picks here. Ooh, Jack Sanborn. I'll tell you right now, immediately very intrigued by the linebacker out of Wisconsin, 6'2", 234, senior, uh, almost 22 years old. I think we're going to go Jack Sanborn here without too much uh, further delay. And then our final pick, I will tell you right now, guys, Cordell, Cordell Volson, rather, sorry, is a guy that I have been intrigued by uh, and that I have been looking at. I mean, he's a, he's a six-round projection. We're here in the seventh round. Tackle, not really a position in need, but, I mean, when we look through here, you look at the upside potentially. Volson is a guy that adds some depth and could do some other things, but there is also a defensive lineman 
that I really like. And instead of scrolling all the way through, I'm going to come here and it's DJ Davidson. You see that ranking, right? 307th overall by PFF, 6'5", 327 pounds. A uh, very big presence there for the middle part of your field. Um, I don't think we're going to go there here. I'm, I'm going to go with Volson. Volson's a guy, like I said, I've been, been really intrigued by him. So I'm going to go there and we're going to make our Arizona State defensive lineman a priority free agent. So there is our draft class uh, there for the Washington Commanders. That's what I just put on. Uh, let's see what PFF thinks. PFF gives us a B plus. Look, I'll take you. Garrett Wilson, uh, B plus, 14th overall player. We take him at 11, so they have us reaching a little bit. Uh, but then we have we get good value across the board. We get the 40th ranked player at 47, 103rd ranked player at 113, 146 at 189, 200th at 230th, and 209th, 209th ranked player at 239. Uh, look, a lot of offense. Wide receiver, guard, halfback, tackle, and then we get two defensive players, Jaquan Brisker, linebacker, Jack Sanborn. So that is our mock draft here. Um, again, I kind of went chalk there. Garrett Wilson, maybe if we come back and do this again, we will see what it looks like with Jamison Williams. And of course, when Chris comes back on tomorrow's episode, I'll give him some time to take a look at this class and give us his thoughts as well. And your thoughts, uh, drop them down in the comments or on YouTube. Hit me up on Twitter at dharrison82, at LO Commanders. Let us know what you think of that mock. Let us know what you're doing out there in mock draft land, and we'll see if we can fit some uh, some listener and some Washington Commander fan mock drafts into uh, later episodes again as we get closer and closer to the NFL draft for now. I'm going to thank you for making us the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen or view every single day. For your second listen, check out the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. Ryan Tracy and Eric Crocker bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices, free and available wherever you get podcasts. If you got questions or topics you want to discuss, send them in to LockedOnWashington Commanders at gmail.com or call in to be a part of the show by dialing 301 615 3577 for Chris Russell of the Russell and Methurst show on the team 980 with Pete Methurst. I'm David Harrison, writer for SI.com's fan nation at SI.com slash NFL slash commanders. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another, and thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.